Ladies and gentlemen, a big welcome to you on this fine Monday. Welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast. That's where you've landed. We are here, your hosts. I am Shay Elliott of the Elliott Homestead, joined by Angela Reed of Parisian Farm Girl. And we are excited to have you here. I'm going to need you to like bring it up a little bit. I'm sorry. You're like, it's Monday. Smooth jazz, Monday Night Thunderstorm. This is Shay and Angela. The quiet storm. (laughs) I'm going to be honest with you. Copyright free jazz all night long. Can you see out my windows right now? Uh, It is like the most apocalyptic, somber, quiet, jazzy feeling atmosphere out there right now because our state, like many states right now, is on fire. And like we can't even go outside. It's so thick. The smoke is so thick. You can't see things. You can't see things that are like 10 feet away. It's crazy. So I'm feeling a little down. That is crazy. I'll try to bring it up. but fake it. (laughs) (laughs) This is the podcast where we are rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind. And we wear red lipstick while we do it because it makes us feel fabulous. And I got a new red lipstick. That's right. To celebrate. A new one I got off of Poshmark, and it's fabulous. I don't know what color it is, but I will find out. But it's beautiful. Is that the YSL that you picked? It is. That you snapped the pick of? Yes. Uh, and so when we're buying makeup on Poshmark, is it gently used? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like a it was like a Christmas red that they made last year. Mm. I don't know if somebody got it and didn't like it, or I don't. It wasn't used, so I don't know how they would know. But can you imagine having that kind of self-control where you owned a tube of lipstick and didn't just try it on? No, I can't. I, I, I tell you, the thing with the reds, I get like really obsessed. So I'm not like a world traveler. I haven't been anywhere in 15 years, but there was a period of my life where I was going back and forth often or so it felt uh, like three times in five years. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. And I found in on the middle trip, I found this red lip gloss and gloss maybe isn't the right word, but it was like thick. This has Dior one of those in in Paris. And it yeah. came in this wand and this color. This was like, I mean, I've been wearing red lipstick forever. And this color it, it's like my spirit spirit animal red. <laughs> I'm just like, it was so beautiful. And when I went back then the last time uh, before becoming a mom, which is when I stopped going anywhere, <laughs> um, they didn't have it. And here's me in like broken French trying to describe, you know, I, I think I even brought the tube and I went mm. to like La Samaritan and Printon, like all the department stores. Like, do you have this? Do you have this? Is this still available? Oh. And then I would came, come home and I would like look on all like the discount, you know, like perfume clearance places. And <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wasn't to I be. Still, I, I still have it. It smells old, you know, like mm-hmm. old makeup smells. Mm-hmm. I can't get rid of it. I can't wear it anymore because it's nasty. But it is mm. so beautiful. I love so when hooray. you find the right thing like that. Mm-hmm. It's so, so hooray nice. for you. It's a little encouragement to keep going. Yes, I wore a bright red lipstick to church because we got to be back in our building. Boom. Boom. That was the first time since February that we've been able to meet indoors. So yeah. I felt. They're telling us like two more weeks. Okay, well, I don't get it. I know other churches in Wisconsin are meeting. I don't know if it's just I don't get it. I don't get anything that's happening in the world I don't get right any. now. <laughs> give up. I give up. I give up trying to understand anything. So my guess is many of our listeners are in the same situation. <laughs> so just let's just come hang out together for an hour and just put our heads down and enjoy the fellowship of this podcast together and leave what leave reality behind just for a moment please please for 59 more minutes seriously well today's episode of homemaker chic podcast is brought to you by jovial foods this is your website that you want to go visit a fabulous company that will stock your pantry with all the wonderful natural and organic 
um, snacks and baking goods. So this is where I go to get my olive oil. They're olive oil. Ah, that's my angel singing voice. Did it sound angelic? <laughs> is it your spirit animal olive oil? It's my spirit animal <laughs> olive oil. Since um, smell is such a powerful sense that we have. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't mean this to sound like aristocratic, but when I was in Italy and I went to the olive oil factory where Jovial makes their olive oil, Mm -hmm. I was sampling it all day and smelling it. I mean, the smell of olive oil when it's being processed is so powerful and strong. And it's amazing because I could pick it out of a lineup. Like when I smell it, it smells like that experience to me. It's Mm -hmm. so buttery and so good. So I want you guys to go check that out. I think it's back in stock now. We've been waiting. So that's exciting. But Jovial is most known for their einkorn flour, although their gluten-free pastas are kicking tail in the gluten-free world. Their cassava flour pasta, Mm -hmm. I'm hearing good things about it. Have you tried it? I have not. Mm. Nope. I haven't either, but I do stock up on, actually, since we started homeschooling, I stocked up on their crackers and cookies, which are two things I typically never buy they're but in my cart right now i'm like school just, food. it's called shut up food yeah no, it's shut up food yeah Here, like here's a cookie here's a cookie i saw that meme you put the other day mm-hmm. about like let's just wait for mom to sit down and then we'll ask her yeah for exactly <laughs> exactly i need a few aces up my sleeve and joe right? pasta and cookies and crackers and flowers and olive oils those those are my happy place so go check them out jovialfoods.com Okay. Well, okay. If olive oil is your happy place, then 956 <laughs> Studio Clothing is my happy place. <laughs> they are also sponsoring today's show. So, ladies, if you're working from home still, tele, what do we call that? Tele, tele- commuting, commuting? Com- teleworking? Teleworking? <laughs> if you're surviving <laughs> at home like the rest of us, then I invite you to try this beautiful, sustainable luxury loungewear for homemakers, work from home moms, and just plain homebodies. These are chic and comfy styles that you need to look and feel your best. So this company was started by a mama who was working at home in her PJs and realized that her productivity was down. And I love this because this is a Wisconsin company. Hey. Homegrown, mm-hmm. organic cotton, 956studio.com. When we, you know, it, it's, look, we're, we're all still like in the thick of it. Like, I think many of us are looking for 2020 to just close on out. None of us thought it could go on this long. Now we've got forest fires and everything to boot. Like when all this started, we just thought, oh, this is great. Well, everybody just thought, well, this is more vacation days. I can just lounge around in my pajamas and be sloppy and comfortable. Um, but I think it it didn't take too long to realize that that was um, not going to be effective. <laughs> no bueno long term. Most of us are not at our best <laughs> when we stay in our pajamas all day long. So I invite you to check out her beautiful new fall fashions. What she does is she releases a new collection for every season. So visit nine spelled out N-I-N-E five six studios dot com. Check them out. Shay, what's our coupon code for that? It's homemaker, um, homemaker 10, I believe. Perfect. And if we're wrong, we'll put it in the show notes. Yes. But yes, go get a discount off of your clothes as you're shopping. Please. Please do that. Oh, man, that's exciting. I am at this point with my clothing right now. Well, okay. let's just Mm. take this trail for a hot minute here. No, we can't because we haven't we haven't spoke all we, weekend. We literally so have that. We need to catch up. I because I I got some clothing things to say myself. So go. Okay. I run into a situation <laughs> where I had a wedding to go to this weekend, which was so freaking fun. It was so fun. Everyone was just normal. And it was so fun. Mm. But before going to the wedding, Shay tried on 
many of her dresses. <laughs> they did not fit. Oh my Something's God. happening to me. I put on this little black dress, like, again, an ace up my sleeve. Don't wear it mm. out that often. This was not the one I sent you a picture of. This okay. was one. It has long sleeves. It's from mm. Neiman Marcus. It was beautiful. I put that thing on Angela and I looked like Chris Farley and Tommy Boy when he's got the little coat on. It was so, so tight. I mean, Stu's like, oh, it's okay. And so I like waddle upstairs like a penguin to look at myself in the full length mirror. And I looked like, I mean, I know this is probably an overused expression for this, but I looked like a sausage stuffed into a casing. I mean, it was so bad. And I'm like, last time I wore this dress, it doesn't like, did it shrink? Like, does does that happen? Because my husband will say that about clothes that are four years old. It shrunk. I'm like, sweetheart. He gets so mad at me when I'm like, Joel, honey, that's not how cotton works. It doesn't shrink three and a half years into it. He's, he kills me. Well, this one was wrinkly, so I like threw it into the dryer. I don't I don't know if that helps me. It at didn't all, shrink. It, <laughs> it was so tight. It was so tight that I gave it to Georgia and she tried it on and she looked great in it. Georgia. My nine-year-old. Oh, that's what's happening in this house. I've been giving clothes to Amelie and she puts them on and I'm like, oh, I, I give up. Forget it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I. Yeah. We're at that, that point now. That was like the third dress this has happened to. I, oh, for the love. I don't know what. I don't know what this means. And then. And then. <laughs> I find something that I love. I'm feeling fabulous. We drive up to Leavenworth. It's beautiful besides the smoke it's beautiful um i'm getting to watch somebody get married that came to my wedding as like an 11 or 12 year old so i've gone to church with his family forever watched him grown up he's worked on the farm with us like we just we love this family so much it was just okay. beautiful but <laughs> I, for the first time like i actually felt old like old like old because it's like, of course, we all have dinner and it's great. And I realized, oh, I know so many of these people here. It's like a reunion. Mm -hmm. I'm getting to talk with them and you realize, oh, Stu worked for this guy. OK, that was, you know, 15 years ago or whatever. Like there's just these big numbers you're playing with in your head. And then yeah. everyone starts dancing. Well, I love to dance. And how many opportunities do you get to dance? As an adult, like very few. Not not enough. Not it's enough. Ridiculous. It's it's criminal. And just mm -hmm. like for me, dancing, I think we talked about this on one of our very first episodes. Like it is a stress reliever for me. Like I will crank yeah. it and just I am not a good dancer. It's not like I'm pulling out my moves. I just gotta move my body and it like it's such a stress reliever. But that's not the point. The point is I go out on the dance floor because duh. And jam into like Whitney Houston and then these like songs come on I'm like I don't know what these songs are and all these like I'm surrounded by like 22 year olds you yeah. know and they all know them by heart and they're I realize like none of them have kids at home like uh -huh. most of them aren't married I'm just like this old lady squeezed into a dress that's too small out here dancing, dancing to I want to dance with somebody <laughs> that's exactly what it was and the song will play from the 80s and I'm like oh you weren't born yet but this is my jam <laughs> felt so old <laughs> somebody asked me like did you oh did you and Brooke go to school together I was like no because I'm like 15 years older than her Oh, anyway. And now you know what it feels like to be me. It's, I'm not 15 years older than you, am I? No, no, no. No, it's just no, weird. I'm not. It's just weird because in your mind, you're still like 20. I know. But then your body's <laughs> yeah. like, hey, girl, no. <laughs> you can't wear that. And you, you can dance like that if you want, but you're going to be sore the next morning. <laughs> you're going to rip a seam. <laughs> oh, 
Okay. And I did, Angela. No, I didn't rip a seam, but I was wearing Spanx because you've taught me well. And you guys, I almost beat my pants when I was jumping up and down on the dance floor. And I was like, you can't do that. The pee is going to drip down your leg. Like, I can't dance like that anymore. No jumping. No jumping. Four babies. No, no jumping. Oh, it's really bad. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> it was like, well, you looked really nice. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. It was a very hoot. Vienna. It was a hoot. And Stu wore oh, suspenders, which is just super hot. I love when he wears suspenders. Why? <laughs> awesome. Do. Anyway, you know, I'm like at that point in life where nobody's getting married. It's over. <laughs> oh, I rubbed my eye. I forgot I had makeup on. Oh, my heaven. Hello. Um, like there's. Yeah, there's nobody that's going to get married. I don't know anyone. Yeah. Whose wedding I would get invited to. None. I, I could become like a wedding crasher because it is kind of sad. Oh, yeah. I'm the oldest of all my cousins. Mm hmm eldest what is the best way to say that i'm a little bit um i'm inspired and i have a bit of a complex about my language now because i've been watching way too much bernadette on youtube oh yes bernadette banner mm-hmm. she'll put you in your place yes mm-hmm. the verbal spanking mm-hmm. um so there's nobody all my cousins are married and that's that mm-hmm. there's no young people in my life well, my son. Yeah. I can't wait that long. You were 19 yeah. when you got married? Is that right? I had ju- I had turned 23 weeks previous. Okay. Well, that's so. only five mm-hmm. years away for Aiden. Think about that. Holy that's like four and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that crazy? You could be like... That's weird. The mother of the groom. Oh, I'm going to throw down. Oh, can we make a vow that we will... Do whatever it takes to be at our children's weddings. Oh, no, I've already decided that. Well, and some of them better get married to each other. Hello. Yeah, that's true. There should be some cross. We need to make there should this be some crossbreeding there. <laughs> right. This should be legal. Um, yes, we can. Okay. I found a new song uh, the other day and the kids happened to walk in my office and I was throwing down. <laughs> Like a crazy woman. And they walked. I wish you guys could see my face because they came in and they're like. Oh, that's awesome. And then, you know, like the bridge of it was instrumental. The bridge of the song was coming and I just let it fly. (laughs) Juliet's like, you got to come and see mom. (laughs) She's she's having a seizure. She's dad. Dad, call the ambulance. It was such a great song. Oh, oh my goodness. I love dancing in front of my kids because I, again, I have no actual skills. Like, nil. My problem is I th- probably think I have skills. <laughs> that's everybody's problem. Really bad. <laughs> no, that's everybody's problem. Um, I was listening to this album by a band called Magic. It was their first album. And I loved that. I love that album. And I was listening to it outside gardening and I had this speaker just cranked and Georgia came to the door to ask me something like she opens the kitchen door, yells at me out mm-hmm. in the garden and I just like come up to her and I'm dancing yeah. and I'm like really like, like not listening to what she's like saying. Like Night at the Roxbury. Like exactly no. like Night at the Roxbury. And I again, and then I turn my back to her and I'm like shaking it and I turn around and Stu's standing there watching He's like, wow, you've been holding out on me. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, my it's gosh. so fun. We need more opportunities, especially in the swamp that we are in right now. We need to seize every opportunity we can to like find joy and and laugh. And, you know, I thought if one thing like through all this covid stuff, like I was at the the wedding you know this weekend and talking to people and catching up and 
Like what's mm-hmm. been going on with you and dancing and cheersing, you know, and everyone's mm-hmm. toasting and clanking glasses. And then, oh, my gosh, I know, that sounds I know. so fun. And then we went Dang to church it. today. Somebody invite me to your <laughs> wedding. If you have family getting married in Wisconsin. Yeah, we'll do a stand up bit. We'll do a stand up bit at your wedding. Yes, it'll be will. amazing. <laughs> um, and then being at church today and everyone's just, you know, hugging and like I thought, this is what they talk about when they're like, this is what life is all about. And I think as you get older, you do realize that it's not this, these money or these grand experiences. It's like these moments with people, you know, just. Oh, yeah. Simple. Well, like, look moments. at the book of Ecclesiastes. Yes. It's like, look, life is super friggin' hard. Yeah. So have a good dinner and a glass of wine. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because it is hard. It's you hard have to like make merry when you can. Yeah. Yeah. Make merry. I, I think that mm-hmm. is the perfect that's the perfect way to summarize it Mm -hmm. Um, my heart was so full and again getting older I know that I'm an elderly lady I was weeping at the wedding like it was it was so joyous for me and I've heard other women say this that like funerals and weddings and babies being born like these things become so massively significant Mm-hmm. to you as you get older because you just realize what they mean for life you know right and you see it right. with such different eyes you do there's less of like a youthful flippancy mm-hmm. and like the gravity and importance and significance of the moment like you yeah you can't deny it you get to like an age where you do you get choked up when just hearing that somebody had a baby oh, or yeah. you know you just Oh, yeah. yeah, I think of, OK, this will be my last story. Sorry, we haven't talked. I'm very anxious to tell I mean, you all great. these things that have been on my mind. OK, um, when I was watching them get married, I thought of a, f- a family in our church, um, a husband and a wife, and she passed away of cancer a couple of years ago. But in this last year, in the last year that she was coming to church, you know, she was ill and sick and weak mm. and, you know, battling cancer. And I will never, ever forget this, but um, we sing the Gloria Patri at the end of our church service. And she raised her hand, but like her, she was just too weak. Mm-hmm. And so her husband, they'd been married for 40 some years. Um, he grabs her hand and he holds it up for her so that because we all raise our hands as we sing the Gloria mm-hmm. Patri. And so he he had to, you know. He had one arm around her waist and one arm holding her hand up so that she could sing. And it was just like this, like that is when you see somebody get married and you and you hear them say in sickness and in health, like that's what that means. Mm-hmm. You know, like he had to hold her up and it was just the most beautiful, sim- like visual symbolization of marriage. You know, it was just, it was so special. So yeah, it was Oh, so fun. So fun. So special. Okay. Sorry, ladies. That was a lot of words. Had to get them out. I think it's we haven't even perfect. done our wine segment and we're 25 well, minutes into the we're, podcast. But we're just chatting. It's wonderful. <laughs> so I think we should do two things. Okay. I think at the very end of today's episode, we should play our theme song with the lyrics and just let it play so everybody can just rock out. Okay. Noted. And I think we should cue the wine music. All right. Cue the wine music, please, Stuart. You'll never guess what cocktail they had at the wedding. Hmm. Guess. What cocktail they had at the wedding? I don't know. It's the one I call my jiggle juice. Uh oh. Your gin and juice? Gin and juice, gin and grapefruit. Can you believe that? I can't. No one drinks gin and grapefruit. And that was the cocktail. Uh, that's that's yummy. What, what do you mean nobody drinks that? I don't. I mean, it's something like it's not. It's not like a martini, you know, where it's just yeah. on every menu. You have to ask for it. <sighs> a flashback of that magician coming to the table that night. We went out. For you martinis. have to tell that story. Tell I don't remember story. the details. I, I just do. remember the deer in the headlights look on your face. She had never had a martini, and I wanted her. I wanted to take her and Stuart and Joel to our favorite martini bar for a filthy, dirty. Yes, 
There was feta cheese and olives and all sorts of fabulousness. Yeah. It was delicious. But I don't remember okay. what was with the magician. He wouldn't go away. We were like the only people, mind you, in this right. bar. I don't even know what night of the week it was, but we have a magician come over to our table. And he's like, can I, I, hate magicians. Can I be, you know, your table music magician or whatever? <laughs> what? It, here's what's so crazy is he, he said, write down the name of the first person you kissed on a napkin. And so I did it and I gave it to Stuart and Stuart put it in his pocket. And he asks a few questions and he ends up guessing. He guessed it right. He's like, it was Brad. I'm like, it was Brad. But I'd had the How did he do I that? Now I remember. I the rest know. of the meal, we were like, what the heck? I was like, but really, his name was Brad. And Stu pulls out the napkin and sure enough, like, that's what it was. Hey, Brad. Hi. <laughs> oh, goodness. Crazy. Okay. That's not the point. What are we talking about? We're talking about wine. Okay, wine. This is the part of the podcast where we encourage you 27 minutes in to grab a glass of whatever is speaking to you right now, be it wine or tea or coffee, a good latte. Take your pick. Our wine segment is sponsored by Dry Farm Wines, which I know a lot of you have tried and a lot of you are loving because this is an online company that will ship you wines, three, six, nine, twelve, whatever you choose, reds, whites, bubbles, that's all for you to decide. But these are organic, naturally yeasted, old world, family grown wines, like no garbage, no additives, no nothing. And we drink Dry Farm Wines and that's why we want to introduce them to you is because they are so clean and pure and, I mean, for lack of a better word, honest and alive. Right. And it really is this tapping in when you get to experience these wines. Yeah, they are alive. It's a spontaneous fer- fermentation. Right. <clears throat> so we're not talking about like GMO yeast being added right. or extra sugar. Um, okay, Shay, mm-hmm. ask me. Mm-hmm. Miss Angela, what are you sipping today? Um. Well, actually, I'm a little confused about reading this label, so I don't know like quite what it's this called. This is like every wine segment we've ever recorded. I can read a, a French <laughs> wine label, no problem. But so this is, I don't know if this is Philippi, if that's the name of this. Show me the bottle. Or if it's this, if it's, see that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is, um, this is an Italian and the grape type is gar. Garganha. Yes. I'm assuming oh, is the gar- how you say that. The Garganha. Garganha. <laughs> um, from Veneto, Italy. And this is um, a bright straw yellow white wine. Mm. Very lovely. This is a 2018. And um, the name is either Filippi or it's Castel Serino. Castel Serino. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I don't know which part of this label is telling me the name, but it was very, um, I, we had it last weekend. It was very fresh and dry. Um, oh, nice. Floral and minerally. Yeah. Which I'm really big into the minerally thing. Me too. Uh, we got our San Juan sea salt, mm-hmm. which we mentioned last episode. And even the kids were like really excited about the mineral taste. So this has some hints of like flowers and almonds and like marine, just that marine life oh, yeah. mineraliness. So I really enjoyed it. I feel like that's so reflective of Italian white wines. It's like mm-hmm. sunshine and sea, you know? Yeah. That briny. That briny. Yeah. Sort of flavor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of times dry farm wines will show a little map on the back of where it's produced. Is that one like in the the like east coast of Italy on the water? Um, I don't know. The, the DOC is Suave, Suave, Suave. I don't know. S-O-A-V-E is the region. Okay. So does it doesn't have the, the little the, map with the dot on it like no, mine does? It doesn't have that. Okay. Nope. Sometimes they do, which is nice. Hmm. It's like, here's what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good so stuff. So this one, um, if you guys, if this comes in your box, mm-hmm. which unpacking your dry farm wine box is so fun but chill it yes and um let it breathe for about 15 to 30 minutes before before serving it okay Mm -hmm. that's good stuff and remember 
I had somebody ask me actually this at the wedding. They were asking about like keto wine, which I don't know what that means really, or paleo wine or whole 30. And I'm like, I don't know, but I know. Dry farm is completely keto and keto, <laughs> keto and paleo friendly. That's what I this figured your because wine. there's no yep. yeast and no sugar. I mean, we talked about this last episode, but there's 0.2 grams per liter of residual sugar. And that's just like residual fruit sugar. Okay, that's like what the yeast hasn't eaten yet. So, yeah, it's nil. All right. I am drinking um, a nice little Austrian white. So cheers, my friends. In the glass. I can see it. It cheers. is. It's just a slight bit bubbly. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Well, <laughs> what are we talking about today? What else are we doing? Oh, my gosh, Angela. <laughs> I am so overwhelmed right now. Because... <laughs> What do you mean? Well, George's birthday's this week. Why? And I'm just kidding. Birthdays are always a little, you know, like just extra effort. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I have a four month birthday break. Oh, that's amazing. I feel like you and I have just been like knocking it off. Just like. I have four months (laughs) with no birthdays. That's amazing. That's just like. Otherwise, we're just boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. And of course, then the first one I'm going to get slammed with is Christmas Eve. And that's always a deuce. I know. Poor Amelie. Little Christmas Eve baby. Yeah. Um, But so I feel you. Yeah, I'm, I know. This is kind of our last our last one for two months. We just had our so last one last week. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's a lot. Um, but the gardens, we got to talk about the gardens because we've been talking about homeschool and I told you guys, I'm not a gardener anymore. I'm a homeschooling mom, which is true. But I also am not the type of farmer or gardener that can just watch everything shrivel and die in the field. So I went out this weekend and just grabbed a basket and filled it with like some delicata squash and like the last two cucumbers that existed, you know, and mm-hmm. stuff is fading so quickly. But it's also that phase in the kitchen where we're trying to get through everything. Like, I don't want it just to go to waste. Right. Yeah. But it's like all the like the last little remnants of stuff trickling into the kitchen. So before I came down right. here, I took pears out of the dehydrator. I had stew process. Gosh, like seven or eight gallons of pear sauce, excuse me, I canned a ton of pear butter. I put put duck confit on the stove, put another batch of pear butter in, and he was going to wrap up duck breasts while while we recorded. So, I mean, it's just like, I mean, I can't even clean the kitchen. I cannot get it clean because there's so much happening. Yeah. Is that where you are? Well, we're always a couple of weeks behind you. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just funny. <sighs> like I, I'm literally always two weeks behind you from calving to, yeah. to duck processing to everything. So I still have like, but I'm actually ripping stuff out. You are. So okay. I still had, I had cucumbers, but the vines were starting to shrivel. I'm like, you know what? We're done. I don't care yeah. how many of you are almost there. We're done here. Yeah. Um, because what's happening. So I took, I took all my gourds. Gourd vines. I actually harvested pumpkins today mm-hmm. because the vines were going. I could, I guess they could have had a little bit more time, but I didn't want to look at these vines. I don't know if the squash borer got them or what. Yeah. Um, there's tons more peppers out there. Uh, once the deer got into my green beans, I just yeah. said to heck with it. Um, but what's happening out there is my roses are going crazy. Mm-hmm. My snapdragons are yeah. giving beautiful color. My zinnia are covered in monarchs. Um, the flowers, you yeah. know, my forget-me-nots are blue. I, like they're given another round. My um, uh, digital uh, foxglove mm-hmm. is going again for like the third time. So there's a lot of color. Yeah. And I don't want anything to distract from that. So if it looks like it's mildly approaching death. Yeah. It's out. Yeah. I'm taking it out so that everything else can shine. And that's what I did all day. Just ripping down vines and ripping out stuff. And it actually is 
looks good. another day and a half of that, it's going to look really good. Yeah. There are so many rose blossoms, like mm, buds. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So. Well, and you want to enjoy it because yes, it's September, yeah. but it's not like it's November yet. Like we are not. At, it's not. We're not at death level yet. There's this different time to enjoy in the garden. And it's not yeah, peak it like, perfection. It was 48 but, the other day, but yeah. now it's going to be 70 next yeah. week. Like all week. That's just what beautiful. Same with us. It's like so, we have to ride this wave. We can't mm-hmm. just give up. And, you know, that's not what I want to do. I want to savor it. Right. Like it's been so hot this year, but now it's gorgeous. It's like where you can sit outside in the garden and do school, you know, mm-hmm. or you can light a little fire in your stove and sit out there, whatever it may be. Like, I want to, I want to savor it all because there will be a season where it's frigid and icy and we can't do that. Right. Yeah. So my sweet, sweet gardening friend, Marseille brought me last week. She, I don't know. She was just so kind, totally unprompted. She went to a nursery And found her very favorite David Austin, which she said she's been looking for at a nursery for years, found it and bought two so that she could bring me one. Oh, my goodness. It was so kind. And we talked about this briefly, but because of COVID and because just how everybody's schedules have shifted, people haven't visited my garden this year. Like no one has seen it. Other than us and our mail lady, Mm -hmm. basically. I mean, my parents have popped in a few times, you know, and we've had friends over, but not like gardeners haven't come to walk the gardens. Mm -hmm. And so getting to take her through was really fun. But also like the day, the next day I went out there with trash cans and just started ripping stuff and deadheading it. And it was just that little bit of gardener energy that I needed. Yeah. You know, to be like, remember, remember this, keep going. Yeah, that's sort of what happened to me this weekend. I don't, I, I, you know, I've really just so embraced the homeschooling um, that I had just taken that part of my heart and just set it aside. And I don't know, this weekend I went out there and I thought, oh, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. We're not done here. Mm-hmm. This is not over. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's have a reality check. Mm-hmm. There is a long time until the end of October. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of beautiful moments to be had, but I was really distracted by the crumbling, like by the, by the ugliness. Right. So I've just been, but now, I mean, wheelbarrows full of dead stuff mm-hmm. and half dead stuff mm-hmm. out. And now the color looks great. Mm-hmm. It's amazing what and, pruning and deadheading oh will do. Goodness. And all of a sudden yeah. it's like, it's like when your kids take a shower and you're like, oh, I do love you. <laughs> Your hair isn't always that I know. Greasy, we clip your it? fingernails and put some clean clothes on you, and all of a sudden, it's like, oh, this... wow, wow, there you are. Sweet little child. That's amazing. Right. <laughs> Just needed a little love. Just a little right? love. Remember when you used to smell good? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's true. There, There is still a lot to be had. And actually, I... I'm holding this pencil. I've been holding it this entire time because right before we pushed record, I was like, I need to order garlic and shallots. Oh, my gosh. I was just scrolling garlic last yep. night. I'm going to write it now. If you don't like I haven't even done tulip bulbs yet. I'm so Ooh, behind. Yes. All my bearded irises that I wanted are sold out. Yeah. That's what I get. Yep. I know. I did it's, order it's mine. I don't know when they're going to come, but yeah, we'll see. If you, so yeah, I'm like garlic, mm-hmm. tulips. What else? Mm-hmm. Garlic, More grapevines, tulips. Um, we transplanted. Did I talk about this? I can't remember. I'll tell you. Um, we had some friends who were moving to Illinois, and they lived on this little homestead here where we live. And the people who bought their house were going to completely, basically, like pave their backyard to turn to like let their kids have their sports areas. And so the chicken coop, the gardens, the flowers, the raspberry, but like it was all just going to be demolished. And so they called us and they're like, hey, come dig out what you can, because literally whatever you don't at least try to transplant is going to be destroyed. Which is just tragic to me. Like I just hear plants it's almost screaming. as tragic as moving to Illinois. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm still trying to figure out that I know. one. <laughs> they um, well, they have family there. That's why they're going to Illinois. Okay. Yeah. But 
they had pistachio trees and a big walnut tree and a pomegranate tree. Come an on. elderberry bush. And so they had, and they had a lot more that we didn't take like blackberries and raspberries and oh a couple fruit gosh. trees that were just too big for us to shovel out. Mm-hmm. But we transplanted those into our big kind of open area that we weren't quite sure, sure what to do with. And I'm literally going by them every day and touching them and praying for them. I'm like, please, Lord Jesus, please let this, let this pistachio tree live. And I talked to them. I don't like, know what I would do with it. If I had a pistachio you imagine? tree, I, and it full yield, it's like 50 even. pounds per tree. Oh, no. Oh, my heaven. I would be out there frolicking. If I can get it to live. The thing about pistachios and a lot of fruit trees are like this. You need a cross. You need a pollinator. You need a mm-hmm. male and female. And so mm-hmm. like there's two trees that have to live. We have three, no but like two have to live. And then right. the two right two ones have to live. So I'm I'm literally just stroking them. I'm like, just hang in there. Hang in there, buddy. What would you like? Would you like some manure? What would I you know. like? Would you like some water, some seaweed? I what know. Can I what can you? I get for yeah. you? What can I get for you? It's whisper sweet nothing. I know. To your leaves. I know. But it's a great time for planting trees. So we've got two fig trees coming that I'm really excited about. And our fig tree we planted like three years ago that died back because of blight is still living. It's it's like a foot high and the thing's like four years old, but Damn it, if there I isn't two this. figs on it. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got, no, here's my, so our orchard is so sad. It is so sad. Our sheep, we had them in, we had our sheep in the orchard. And I know a lot of you are rolling your eyes right now, but I had big cattle panels like around the trees. I thought that would be good enough, staked into the ground. Well, they managed to scooch them over, pull out the stakes, scooch the cattle panels over, and annihilate my orchard. Mm-hmm. So, um, they have their ways. We, they have their ways. We've been told by orchard growers in the area that these trees they'll make it because mm-hmm. some of them are slightly girdled, but they just might not ever be what we want them to be. But they will bear fruit. Well, nothing this year. Like nothing. We have thirteen different trees. Nothing. I bought a peach tree at Home Depot. <laughs> It gave us three peaches. Yeah. Get it, girl. Out of 13 treats. (laughs) I harvested those peaches, hid them from the children, and lost them. (laughs) Are you serious? (laughs) It's so classic me to hide something from my children and forget. Oh, that's great. I do that with chocolate. And then somebody loses a tooth. And our tooth fairy pays in like sweets, like a little sweet thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, every time I'm like rustling around at two in the morning, like, where's that stupid like a smoker chocolate? trying to find your cigarettes? And then it was, the, uh, it was so bad that tea, the tea tin. Is. Yeah. Georgia lost a tooth last week and I had, to, I had to write an IOU coupon for a latte. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she got from the tooth thing. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. Oh, we have this rule that the tooth fairy doesn't if like if your tooth falls out like after 7 p.m. You she's she's coming the next she's booked up. Yeah, she's, she's gonna hit you the next mm-hmm. day. Well, you know, we have like those moments as parents that will forever traumatize us. And one time I fell asleep before I did my work and a little boy came in grievously heartbroken. Because his tooth was still under his pillow in the morning. I will never forget it. I felt so awful. Oh, we're awful. We're like, are you sure? I know. Maybe she Maybe couldn't you should see go look it. again. As, they, as the dad like goes running in out. Like quick maneuver. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. That's exactly what we did. That's exactly <laughs> what we did. Oh, it's whoever came up with that stupid idea. I could strangle the tooth you. Fairy. Yeah. Like, and why is it the one thing I do? I don't do Santa Claus. I don't do the Easter Bunny. Well, our kids, why? They, I mean, they know, but it's still like something we do, you know, because it's fun for them, I guess. I don't we know. Just, yeah. My little ones don't. They just like figure it out. Yeah. I know. Georgia looks at me and she like brings her little coupon out and she's just like, really? I'm like, well. For a real mom. Well, yeah. That's what you get. Sorry. <laughs> Or you can find the chocolate. Exactly. Help me find the chocolate. (laughs) 
help me find the chocolate uh how much um how much garlic do you grow because i've never grown garlic before good question we eat a lot of garlic so i plant five pounds of garlic seed a year okay and that's enough to get our family through the year and we eat a lot of garlic Mm -hmm. a lot of garlic um and i usually do oh gosh i it's hard to remember maybe 15 pounds of shallots is that right Mm. I don't know. Does that sound like not right? Let me look. I'm going to look and tell you. Um, I like to have enough shallots and garlic for the whole year, obviously. Mm-hmm. And where we live, I don't listeners, I'm not sure where you are, but where we live, we have to plant them in the fall. Like now is our, now is our time to do that. Um, and so we need to get them into the ground. Last year I procrastinated too long and the ground was like already partially frozen and it took me 17 times as oh longer gosh. than it should I remember have. remember you chiseling like, the chis- dirt. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let this crop like, <laughs> nope, going for it. Um, anyway, okay. I'm looking right now at my order from last year and I did five. Oh, that doesn't say, sorry. That's not helpful. <laughs> Forget it. Um, But yes, now is the time for that. Now is a great time to plant trees. Now is a great time to clean out your beds. Um, Oh, yeah. I'm putting like I'm cleaning them out. I'm putting ash down. I'm putting poop in. I'm like, what poop are you using? Well, I'm going to use the I have old chicken manure in one bay. Um, I have some more fresh stuff in another bay, and I think I might put that in some of my more anemic beds because my soil is just so bad it's not gonna okay hurt it well talk talk to listeners about this because a lot of times what they hear about adding stuff to your beds is like don't add it when it's too hot like it needs to be composted it can't be super fresh so but you use fresh chicken manure to use set no no i'm gonna use my more fresh stuff is gonna be from the barn so that's gonna be more sheep and goats. Okay. Ferns manure is going in. We literally have three separate. We have three piles of manure. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. So we do the chicken coop, the the sheep and the goats. Gotcha. And fern. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. And if you guys have rabbits, I know I've said this before, but rabbit poop, you can use straight. And I do. Right. I keep rabbits well, just goat. for their poop. Goat is the same as. Oh, is it? Okay. There we go. And. I actually don't know, but the sheep poop looks the same as goat, so I treat it the same. It's way, not hot. I've never it's had. It's not super hot. I've never had any problems. Okay, yeah, it's not super hot. Um, I actually moved my rabbit cage with my two little bunnies into my er- new herb garden so that mm. they just poop through their little wire thing, and I can just scoop it and dress my little herb beds right there. So nice. that's kind of fun. Amelie has the chance to get a rabbit and get it. Joel is totally against it. So we used to have tons of them mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, but, but they're but, so fun. I love, I love rabbits, but manure, manure, Joel. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. So I got a big delivery last year from a great little nursery. Uh, did I say last year? Wow. Last mm-hmm. week rather from a great <laughs> little nursery in California. Um, because I'm on the West Coast and and she sells a lot of native stuff, which is cool to get to see some of these things you would never see in like Lowe's or Home Depot in their nurseries. Right. Right. But um, I was able to get a big herb delivery from her. And so I got to spend half a day last week after school planting my new herb garden. And I love building gardens. I mean, it's so hard and the weeding for the first Mm -hmm. couple of years is so hard. Brutal. But but. I love creating new spaces to plant stuff. So I was able to plant some hardy rosemaries, some culinary lavenders, about three or four different types of thyme, three or four types of oregano, um, some, oh gosh, I'm blanking on what it's called. What's milkweed? A really gorgeous milkweed that's indigenous here um which are you going to put that in a container or does it spread where where are you planting it's really like does it yes like like mint you'll wonder like mint like 
it shoots out like a single okay. root this way. Yeah. And you'll see them come up like in a line. It's nasty. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't know that. Well, maybe I need to dig. I already planted them, but maybe I need to dig them back out and put them in a container. Yeah. Okay. Probably. I would do that. I mean, I I put some in my perennial beds last year. Just like, oh, I can. I'm a good gardener. I can keep on top of this. Yeah. And it took everything I had to keep on top. Yeah, of it. I did a mint like that. I, mean, I just had to literally <sighs> yank out like trash bags. Nine percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did a mint like that. And they're like, it's invasive. And I'm like, I need like this was when I was first starting my gardens. I'm like, I need something. So if it's invasive and it looks really good for a couple of years, fine. And now mm-hmm. I will forever for the rest of my life be pulling mint out of my gardens. I know. It's like lemon balm. <sighs> Why did I do that? Why did I do that? Or when you let cat mint go to seed? Oh, don't do that. Don't ever do that. (laughs) Or hollyhocks. For me, hollyhocks are one of my biggest weeds. One of my most beautiful flowers. I grow a ton of them. I Mm -hmm. love them. But they are quite happy here. (laughs) Don't you just hoik them? I just dig them out and move them. Oh, yeah. I move them a lot of times. Thanks for doing the job for me. Yeah. No, I do. And it's great. Russian sage does the same thing where it'll just sort of leave me little babies all over. That was the quietest sneeze I've ever seen. That was amazing. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> the allergies are better. Not not gone yet. Right. But you sound a lot better this episode. I'm going to sneeze again. Okay, you we do that. Button. Yeah, Ooh. right? When Stuart sneezes, it like starts from his toes and it comes out of nowhere and it's so aggressively violent that I almost can't say bless you. I'm so angry because it's like he's just like, ah, and he shouts at you all of a sudden. It's like, really? No warning? No turning? Like, really? What? That's what? Like, I have like a big gear up. Like, oh, I do too. My whole face just starts to itch. Yep. And then and then I got to cross my legs and squat down a little bit. Seriously. <laughs> scrunch. Squeeze and scrunch. Every time. That's what I should have done when I was dancing last night. <laughs> that might have helped matters um okay what else is in the herb garden i there's a couple really neat little creeping times that i planted under some fruit trees because we've got some fruit trees in there as well um i have to tell you this afternoon my time didn't do i wasn't really happy with it last year i have a couple different varieties i love it i mean we have it wild so that's what my lawn most of my lawn in the garden like in the paths is time, which is yes, just dreamy, stupid dreamy. Um, and then if it like creeps under the beds, because a lot of my beds are delineated with like rotting logs. Mm-hmm. So that's so charming. It's so charming. So if the time like creeps under, I just let it go. Yes. It looks so pretty. It actually um, got up in one of my. Uh, I have the um, Eugenia. Yeah. Like, which is like a myrtle, my topiary. And it got in the pot. So it's like poof, mm. like spilling out over the top. So I just brought those in the greenhouse, actually. But last year, my time was just no bueno. It was very woody. Blech. Mm-hmm. Not exciting. This year, I have a particular clump, probably about three feet wide. And I'm telling you, I'm going to go harvest it. It's like 12 inches long. What? It's amazing. Like you could make a bouquet. You could literally get married. <gasps> If you would like me to make your wedding bouquet, all you have to do is invite me to your wedding so that I can dance. I will bring you a bouquet of time. That is fabulous. It's, it's amazing. Like, I, I actually thought I maybe should take some photographs of it before I harvest I've it. So never... I never. Until tomorrow. It's just so long. I can't believe what it. What variety is it? I don't, I don't know. Common, German, nothing. It's just, it's just. Home Depot. Hmm. It's probably Walmart time. Oh, man. I don't don't even know. That's so fabulous. It was just like one of those ones, like when we first moved here, I just bought a bunch of cheap stuff and just stuck it in all the corners Mm -hmm. because it is that creeping, crawling stuff that makes it look like it's been there for a a long time. I love that. Time is so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I just bought uh, from Azur. Azur actually carries this kelp concentrate. Mm -hmm. And there's another like fish fertilizer concentrate that they make right here on the Washington coast. Um, oh. But I'm like, everything's getting a little kelp bath 
this fall. I top dress with uh-huh. manure, but I've got a lot of garden space. Like there is not enough yeah. poop, even from all my animals. There's not enough poop to go around. I know. Well, because when you when you when you do it, you look and you you think visually, oh, this is a lot, but it's mostly straw. Yeah. It is. It's a lot of straw, yeah. which is great. I, I always mulch my beds before fall to help, right. just right. to give them a little blanket for the winter. But um, yeah, I, I'm I'm hopeful that maybe next year I'll have 12 inch time because I certainly didn't this year. It just got so dry. I mean, we haven't had a deep rain since May. Oh, my goodness. Ours has been it goes like completely dry for a few weeks or soggy for four days. It's mm. just like one. It's been a it's been a a year of total extremes. Mm-hmm. Like the ground will crack open and then it will just pour and it'll be just disgusting mm-hmm. and soggy. Mm-hmm. And then it'll completely dry out. Mm-hmm. It's weird. <sighs> I can't. I, I am excited for. Rain for a little bit of a wetter, cooler season. Mm-hmm. It brings out things in the garden that don't come out in the summertime. So summer you get these amazing sunflowers and roses and, you know, ripe red tomatoes, but you don't get the little mosses and the little mushrooms. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's a whole different world to savor this time of year. Yeah. And I don't, yeah, Absolutely. I don't want to miss that. Although I'm, I really am not supposed to be outside very much right now because of the smoke, but Maybe just little pockets. It burns. It burns. Can you see your the hills throat. behind your house? Pardon? Can you see the hills behind no. your house? Nope. Wow. I can't see anything. I can see the the first row of orchard trees outside my office window, and everything <gasps> else is gray. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And how far away are they? They're all over Washington. Like I, I couldn't even tell you where they all are right now. They're okay. all over. I mean, I saw on a map like Michigan is getting hit. Oh, like, there's, there's going, there's, it's going yep. like across. The it country. is. It yeah, started Washington, Oregon and California. And it's just, it's just spreading like wildfire. Oh my goodness. I know. It's so it's sad. It's so sad. We've had some real, like some local communities, like an hour away from us be hit mm-hmm. to like 80 or 90% complete devastation. Oh my god! It's really bad. It's really bad. <sighs> That's terrible. I know. I know it is really sad. I mean, we, which is funny. We've actually talked about this on this podcast quite a bit about how we are in fire country. But the crazy Mm -hmm. thing is, is that Portland and like outside Portland is getting majorly hit. That is one of the wettest parts of the country. Mm -hmm. Like they are not in wildfire country at all. And it's on fire. I mean, Portland is on fire. It's, it's, I don't even have enough categories in my brain to sort out all of the different things I have emotions about right now. And you ever find yourself, you're just like, God, I'm freaking tired. And then you realize, oh, this is why I've been playing mental gymnastics with culture and this year, like all mm-hmm. day. And I'm tired. My brain is tired. Right. Mm-hmm. From trying to make sense of it all. We can't leave the podcast there. That was a terrible way to end it. <laughs> was we have a, a joke in our family it. when we have a conversation like this and somebody will be like, we're all going to die. <laughs> like that. It makes everybody laugh. Like, did you know we're all going to die? Because that's 1000% going to happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> but seriously, we are all going to die. <laughs> Does that cheer you up? It cheers me up. Oh, sure. Cheers me up, actually. At least we all have that in Mm -hmm. common. Death and taxes, as they say. Mm -hmm. Death and taxes. Better get right. Um, Okay, so when are you, like real fast before we pop off, when are you gardening? Because my greatest struggle through this last couple weeks has been like, when do I do this? I don't know. I mean, it's been so I, you know, out all day Sunday, like as much as I could. But otherwise, it's just like little like run outside for 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Oh, really? There's no just going in, immersing yourself and just coming in like swamp lady at the end of the yeah. day. You know, that's what's discouraging to me is I, I feel I've felt like I can't get in the zone. Yeah. 
but I just have to change my mind. Like, well, this is, there's not as huge of project and I'm torn. Should I be in the kitchen? Yeah. Cause like, I don't want the peppers, you know, I got stuff to oh, go yeah. bad, you know, yeah. Like bags of cucumbers and yeah, you're like constantly, okay, this crock is done. Okay. Now I'm going to jar this. Okay. Next crock. Da, 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 da. Like, I know. Oh my gosh. It's so much to do. And I think I, I feel like in my mind, I want it to be this like light switch, you know, like do the work, flip the switch, garden done for the year. Mm-hmm. And that's just, I mean, it's like this two month process. Wind down. Wind no, down. you wind up mm-hmm. and you have to wind yeah. down. And I, yeah, I've thought the same thing. Okay. Just remember, like we had our first snow on uh, October 31st last mm-hmm. year, which is that's early and it didn't stay. But it was six inches and I had to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, that's kind of what I'm just keeping in mind. Yeah. And I'm trying to keep Process. enough stuff there that I can enjoy it. Like I haven't I've cut back. I have a lot of sage. I love sage. So I've cut back half of mm-hmm. it. So I have half of it hanging and I get to smell it within the house and everything. But I also have half of it still out there so that when I walk by, I can still enjoy yeah. it. And I'll just there's certain things I'm going to milk until the very end. And then there's certain things I'm just going to keep chipping away at. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's true. That's, that's kind of my plan, but I, I like hearing you say that you've been doing these little pockets cause that's all I got. That's all I got. Yeah. It's very, it's weird. It's just like, oh, I'm going to run outside and do this for just do whatever. a quick minute. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I do miss swamp lady a little bit. I know she'll return. I do miss her. I know she'll return. <laughs> but, but like even our, you know, Fridays and Saturdays, like Sundays, we, we're at church most of the day, Fridays and Saturdays. I'm like gearing up for the next week. I'm like, do I have my lesson plans? Do I know what I'm teaching? Have I taken care of my work that I need to take care of? Any important emails I need to return? Like there's no, like, I can't just, yeah, check out for 10 hours and go outside as much as I'd like that. Yeah. It's just so funny. The minute, the minute, the season, you know, this is how the whole year goes. And we've talked about this, but you look back and you're, you're thinking, who was that lady? Yeah. How did I do yeah. that? How did I just get up at 630 and go to the garden? Yeah. Where did that time come from? Because I sure don't have it now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have it now. What's our takeaway point for our, our dear listeners? <laughs> Hold with us for this long. Um, what is our takeaway? Um, Dance when you can. Yes. Garden when you can. Yes. And you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. And there uh, you I go. Garden when you can, dance when you can. <laughs> yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here with us on Homemaker Chic Podcast. We hope that this gardening-ish episode was helpful for you. Make sure you check us out over on Instagram at Homemaker Chic Podcast if you want to stay connected until we see you again on Thursday. And as promised, we are going to leave you with our theme song so that you can dance it out on this Monday. Until we see you again, cheers. It's no use working nine to five If you want more than to stay alive Come on, no hope we can make it through Take my hand, I know just what to do I'm a big kid dancing through the night
the sky Did we ever stop and wonder why We let our love shine all through the night Just you and me, babe, until the morning light The morning 